And I know it ain't right, and I know it ain't right And I know you shouldn't take this advice But make sure you're really drunk when you drive And walk on some glass with no shoes on And don't pay for your meal, dining dash Those are beautiful shades you got on too What are those, Armani? Uh, they are, they're from a uh, online company called Z-Lul, Z-E-E-L-O-L. I don't like that name, but they sure sell good glasses. Oh, absolutely. Those are thick. Those are, those can withstand a, fuck, a truck. Yeah, no, someone punches you with these, they'll just fly off and you can put them on again. You, know? stuff, you could, uh, the best sunglasses for getting bullied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone calls you four eyes with these, you're just like, yeah, and? Yeah, so yeah. what? Yeah, exactly. You don't have to put masking tape on those bad boys. Those are going to stay together, no problem. <laughs> Plus, when they finally let you out of the locker, you know, you're wearing those, and so the sunlight doesn't affect you as much. And you finally see yeah, sunlight. No, they're, they're transitional lenses, I think is what that means. It's a cool invention. Oh, so they're also seeing glasses. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't want to get the the, the prescription, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. I, when did you figure out that you, you had trouble with your sight? You know, it was like maybe in high school, I noticed I would, I would like read the blackboard and be like, yeah, squinting doing this a lot. And um, I, I didn't get glasses till I, I just had to squint, you know, uh, the way it went. Yeah. Back in my day, you had to squint. <laughs> with these sassy brass glasses. Yeah. And then my first pair was this metal pair that was really like, kind of like you'd see like an Air Force uh, engineer. Yeah. Where, like not a cool guy, but like the guy who just had a calculator. That was, that was what I had. For sure. A guy named Durrell, you know, he, he loves, he loves Jeopardy and he loves airplanes. Yes. Yeah, but he never got his pilot's license. He was too busy taking my care of his parents. My grandpa worked for Lockheed. Oh, okay. And, and there was these two damaged jets. He told me this story, and he um, he was like, he was like kind of a boss there. And he said, like, look, I bet between these two jets, we could make one good one. <laughs> and he got like pieces from one for the other, and back and forth. And it sort of worked, but he got yelled at because it took so much time and resources to do. They're like, you know, we could have made 10 yeah. in the time it took your people to do this. So Yeah. I was like, what are you, a Johnny Cash song? This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he snuck out pieces of Jet in his lunchbox and built, yeah. uh, built one in his house. Yeah. One piece at a time. And, yeah. they'll, and they'll say, wow, he has uh, the best airplane on this entire street. And you got to watch out because there's the guy who ate an entire airplane. I think oh. it was like in the 70s. He ate an entire airplane. Yeah, I remember the Guinness Book of World Records used to have um, records of that sort. Like this guy ate a bike. And then someone, <laughs> yeah. well, I'll, eat, I'll eat an airplane. And then they, they realized, like, why are we encouraging people to maybe kill themselves? I mean, it's not like you're helping humanity out by eating a bike, you know. For, like, for the glory, Robert. For the glory. Yeah, David yeah. Blaine, he doesn't put himself in the ice because he thinks it's a good idea. He does it because he's able to talk to Stephen yeah, Curry. Think, what do you yeah. think is the, uh, the best advice that you've ever gotten? The best advice I ever got? That's a good question. Um, I had a, a boss that I really, you know, like every now and then you got a boss that you actually trust. He's like a mentor. Oh, for sure. You know? And uh, 
but he said, uh, no matter how much you love your company, it'll never love you back. Like, because <laughs> you know, time, they'll still cut you no matter how many years, yeah. how much you love your job all that over time. If they need to make cuts, none of that matters. So don't take it personally. Yeah. Uh, he said that as he made me back my desk. No, <laughs> yeah. um, no, but I just, you know, I just thought like, you know, a lot of people get, I've been working in some kind of corporate job off and on for over 30 years, you know, yeah. and, um, but it's like, yeah, you realize that like, yeah, just, you're going to get a lot of jobs and, yeah. and uh, don't give them too much of yourself because you'll sure. never get it. you won't get it back. You know, I really hope that advice was given. Like it was at lunch. No, it was just silent. You're eating a salami sandwich. Yeah. And he just lifts his head up and says, no one loves you in this business. Yeah, yeah. If you get fired, Robert, don't take it personally. I'm just saying, oh, he's peeing next to me. I thought we were just uh, pee buddies. But now you're dropping this, <laughs> this, this harsh drama yeah. on me. Really yeah. ruining my, my stream. I did have a boss do that really ham-fistedly. She knew layoffs were coming, and I inherited a little bit of money, and I told her I was going to buy this car. And she's like, don't buy a car for a few months. I'm like, <laughs> why are you saying that? Just, I don't think it's a good time to be buying things like that. Like The market. So you stole a piece out of the company every, every day, yeah, and you yeah. built your own car. <laughs> yeah. I I, I uh, took a piece of Arden Mall out of the mall every day and opened my own mall. <laughs> yeah, it's my own little hot topic. It's all mine for me. And every the neighborhood will say, "Damn, that's the nicest hot topic I've ever yeah. been to." Exactly. He still got a Spencer's gifts there. <laughs> Ooh, is that Invader Zim merchandise? Yes, please. And so we have some people looking for advice. Oh, great. That- and so we'll go into the first one here. Uh, for the last 14 months, I've been in a, re- in a relationship with a man I adore. Things have been great, but there's just one problem, though. It really bothers me. Uh, he rents a room, his living room, actually, to his ex-girlfriend. In the beginning, I, I didn't feel like I had a right to say anything about it. And he assured me that she would eventually move. Well now, well, now we can't even discuss the issue without getting upset. He says it's financial. I say he could find another roommate. I suspect he's just making excuses. I don't think we can move forward in our relationship with this baggage in our way. I need some advice. Wow. That's a toughie. I mean, I, I mean it's is it really tough, though? I mean... Your ex still lives with you. There's a chance you're going to have sex. I mean, and it's contentious because there's trouble with oh, for it. For sure. I mean, it is. It. I don't know. I mean, it's not hard to find a roommate, right? You know, people I need mean, places to live. There's a housing. There's people living in the gutter. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like you can't find someone to rent your room. Absolutely. But, uh, I think she is. Uh, it was this. I don't know genders i'm not assuming nothing but uh that's 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 troublesome 14 mm-hmm. months and you're still with an ex still living yeah i wonder if they lived together when they were still together or if she moved in after they broke up 
I'd be even more fucked up. Right? That's weird. Yeah. So someone got- is in the, someone's in this bind and they wrote wrote to us to find out what to do. <laughs> what to do. I, I You got to communicate. I think it's okay to have a boundary. You know, set that boundary. Uh, don't have her there anymore. Yeah, I, it's reasonable to be upset about this situation. Mm. I think uh, it's more unreasonable to act like it's not a problem. For sure. Ah, uh, come on. This this girl that I, you're going to compare me to yeah. lives with me. Like, he, what's he going to like? He's going to go out with her and then come home and then his ex is there. Or she can, and now it's weird for her. Like, she comes over for some fun and then yeah. the ex in the other room taking notes. Like, oh, that fucking guy. He never made that sound with me. <laughs> You're sharing Tupperware with them. It's too much. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Or she gives her tips, you know, like, hey, he really likes it when you uh, pretend to be interested in anything he says. Oh, for sure. Do you know how to speak Latin? Speak Latin. You have any uh, old English that you could talk during in, in the bedroom? Old English. Yeah. yeah. Could you use some tildes in your speech? <laughs> Yeah. Or umlauts. Umlauts and tildes really good. For <laughs> Makes them really unlow. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I think uh, either have her move out, you know, get him to move out or uh, yeah, separate the two. Just break up now. Move yeah. on. Move I on. mean, don't even work, you know, because then he's be like, oh, gee, I can't uh, buy dinner tonight because I kicked out my ex. Like, it's like, it's going to be. You know, if he could, if he wasn't willing to move on from day one, there's trouble. This guy's no good. Break up. It's over. Yeah. You could break up and then you could move into the living yeah, room. Yeah, probably get a better deal on your rent if you break up with him. <laughs> oh, for sure. He'll take it easy. <laughs> Maybe he could break a record for how many exes rent rooms for him. That's probably whoever lives there. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, kind of like like all my exes live next door. Yeah, you don't have to go yeah. as far as Texas, but uh, they live on my ottoman. And he could join a Mile High Club and eat an airplane while he's <laughs> So we got someone who needs some advice. Oh, yeah. My boyfriend and I had a threesome this past weekend. I was on board, but I can't stop seeing him with the other girl. My boyfriend... Uh, male, 30, of uh, three years, and I, female, 30, uh, decided to have a date night and switch things up by having a threesome. We both have had them in the past, but never together. I can't help to keep seeing him with the other girl, and I don't know how to work past it. I feel like my confidence for myself and our relationship has gone down since I feel, uh, and I feel myself pulling away. Yeah, it's over. It's the spark is gone. I mean, that's always the danger, right? I mean, how can you take a chance that it'll work out, and this is what could happen? I mean, uh, how could you suddenly just feel okay with it someday? I mean, right? I mean, well, how? And then you're like, does he want to hook up with her on the side now? Because, well, well, we actually—is it really? Yeah, there's so many. Uh, I mean, I've known of folks that were in polyamorous relationships with they don't have the, the right rules up front. Yeah, yeah. 
it, you know, like it's, uh, you know, I'm an old fashioned guy myself, you know, but, uh, yeah, old fashioned guy. I buy women. Yes. I, uh, I'm an old fashioned <laughs> guy. I, I go, I, I dance with honky tonk angels <laughs> at, the, uh, at the roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I flirt with this redheaded banker named Jolene. <laughs> I was an old-fashioned man. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I met my wife on a goat farm, and I paid. I'm an old-fashioned guy. I bring herpes home from my secretary, and you know. yeah, old-fashioned guy. I'm going to die syphilis. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I'd have to say uh, it's a risky thing to to experiment if you're not comfortable with the consequences. I think oh, is I, it someone she knew before that they were with? Um, that's a good question. I'm guessing it was, and that's probably I would a think huge that mistake. Things for, like if it's a stranger, then maybe that's a little easier. Yeah, but like if it's like your aunt, and that's gonna be a little weird. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's gonna make things complicated for sure. Yes. Why does everything gotta be so complicated? <laughs> I get it love complicated uh, yes. yeah no definitely communicate how you're feeling if you haven't already and uh yeah maybe maybe it's done yeah i mean i, I kind of feel like once you write to an advice column for anything it's over <laughs> there's, there's not mean, a lot of going back like is someone really hanging on for our answer oh, oh well <laughs> they are. They are. Robert and Mike, uh, I got to see what they have to say about this first. I, hey, sometimes all we need is advice. And sometimes people don't have that person in our lives that they can go to and ask for advice. So they turn to uh, alternate mediums. Sure. Uh, when, 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 every, when the chips are down. I think that's why people listen uh, to podcasts so much because uh, they want to feel like they're having a conversation with interesting people. Right. I mean, sometimes you don't want to read a Wikipedia article, so you want two drunk dudes <laughs> to do it for you. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't want to learn about crime. What do you, do you find yourself giving out a piece of advice kind of often? Like, do you have a favorite piece of advice that you give? <laughs> um, you know, <clears throat> I got a piece of advice with comedy that I I regurgitated to other people, but like, don't don't care about anything. <laughs> yes. no. Well, I mean, but that kind of like you know we get so hung up in our mind about things yeah. like why is this person getting this opportunity that I'm not, and you just need to look within and realize that they're better than you. <laughs> yeah. But, but but no, I mean, there's there's so many timing and opportunity and being at the right place and, you know, um, having a bad set on stage and being sure. like, hey, I just, why is why is it a bad night tonight? What did I do wrong? Maybe nothing. Don't worry. You know, yeah, there's going to be uh, other nights. Exactly. I mean, it just and that's with life as a whole. I mean, there's, all, you know. You're going to have some shitty days. You're going to feel so low. You're going to feel like they can't get any worse. Mm -hmm. and over time, like, yeah, someday I'll feel good. Someday I'll feel bad. You'll and figure out that indeed it can get worse. Just drink till it gets better. 
Yeah. No, for sure. Substance abuse. No, that's, you know, I get that now with, I have tinnitus lately. Um, no shit. Last few years. And so I get this sort of like, yeah. Stop. So you just, you know, I'll listen to some music or drink or do something. But like, it's, yeah, it's just kind of like a, life's troubles are kind of like that. You know, you just put up with it and, <laughs> and wait to deal with it. One day it'll stop for good. Yeah. 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 Along with your pulse and, and yeah. Yeah, one thing yeah. that is the ultimate uh, substance abuse, uh, I guess. Oh, uh, absolutely. You give I mean, into it, it's hard to come back from. You, I, I, you always hear about like, oh, I died for like five minutes and then came back and, and then, but like, yeah, maybe but, it was like really good. Yeah, know, but, like, but now you're haunted by your past for the rest of the movie. And then boom, you're flatliners. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They were killing themselves on purpose and then bringing them back. Yeah. Was that uh, Keith, Keith Sutherland? Yeah. And Julia Roberts, I think, was in it. Yeah. You got to yeah. be careful. You got to be careful putting yourself on there. Yeah. I would. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I trust other people to bring me back. They were like medical students in that movie, I think, though. They weren't just like having a party game. Yeah. They weren't just schlubs off the street. They didn't work at a... <laughs> They didn't work at a circuit hey, city. <laughs> you weren't just organizing DVDs on shelves. Like they knew how to like bring people back. Though so, so that is kind of what happened with um dental anesthesia. They uh you know used to just like you would drink whiskey and they'd pull your tooth out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These horrifying like like a lot of old west barbers used to also be dentists. Uh, and but yeah, there was these medical students that were messing around with uh, the laughing, whatever that is, anesthesia. Yeah, they were, they were messing around at a party, and somebody had like bumped their knee on a table really bad, and it was bleeding, and they didn't feel a thing. God damn! Wait a minute, and one of them had like a bad tooth, and they they tried <laughs> to open them up and pulling it out, and it went okay. So that's kind of. No shit. Industry comes from a bunch of fucked up medical students. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn, they were just experimenting in each other in a dorm room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why you gotta be careful with experimentation. Experimentation can be dangerous, but it can have good good outcomes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta try. You that's gotta, good advice. You just gotta experiment. You gotta experiment. And uh, and if it's with the wrong woman, maybe just let it be. Yeah, I mean, experiment of that threesome didn't work out. Move on. And so we got we got a little bit more advice here. Okay, sure. Let's do some more advice. So my mom, uh, fifty female, found old shoes across the road. Is your mom in this advice scenario? Not my mom. This is the person who wrote oh, it. Oh, so, okay. So so, so their mom. Uh, so fifty female found old shoes across the road. Now the dad of uh, 52 male is acting very weird. Okay, so I, uh, 20 female, don't know if I need advice or just need to talk about this, but it's real fucking weird. So my mom had an Amazon package uh, that was left on the driveway and they blew away after a storm. One was found <laughs> about 50 meters behind the house and she was looking for the other one and went across the road 
uh, behind my house, thinking maybe it'd blow over that. It didn't. But she did find seven pairs of old shoes tucked out of view on the road. Uh, They've all been put there, and they all uh, were in pairs. There's also no way that any wind or anything blew all these shoes. They were obviously placed there. Wow. Uh, So obviously weirded out, she calls my dad uh, to tell him about it. He says that he put one pair of shoes out last summer to see how long they would take to disintegrate, Uh, (laughs) but they were all together. It wasn't like one pair over there. Uh, There was a bunch. And so as for an uh, anxiety ridden as he is, he just brushed over it like it was normal. And I get home first and then he does. And when he got home from work, he went out across the road, gathered all the shoes and threw them away. My mom asked why uh, and that, what if they belong to missing people and stuff like that? So she asked to take pictures of them. Like Uh, souvenirs of people you killed. Maybe. We go up to the trash, but there were only five pairs now. We have a picture from before. He went out there and was very, and and there are very clearly shoes that are not in the trash now. Also, all of the shoes are a men's size 10 and a couple of nines. (laughs) That's his shoe size. Oh, He just says that he has no idea what happened to them and someone must have taken them. And so my mom is adamant that there were more shoes and says that we're going to go look for them. We go across the route and there are no shoes to be found, but this time we notice three belts. Two of them are wrapped around the base of a fence and the other just draped on top. What the fuck? One of the shoes in the picture, I know I've seen them wear, but they were not in the trash when we looked. I searched all through the garbage and his car. I couldn't find the missing shoes. So if anyone has any ideas or advice, I'm open to anything. Wow. That's a scary story. <laughs> right? A little spooky. It's like a David Lynch movie or something there. I think some, here's what I would say is, uh, what does it hurt to not know? You could just forget this ever happened. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you find something weird about your partner. Can you live with the shoe thing? (laughs) Sure. He just puts his shoes. Your husband could have done having some weird shoe and belt thing. Like, like what if his fetish was jacking off into shoes? Like, did you you really want to find that out? Right. But but do you need to know that that's what he does either? It's like, oh, man, my whole marriage is a sham. He jerks off in the shoes and then he puts them outside so they can dry. He buys her a shoe costume for Halloween. <laughs> Put this on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that, uh, and he's, he's 50, huh? So he's about my age. Yeah, 52. A lot of people on Reddit in the comments were saying uh, serial killer. But they were men's sizes, though, right? So yeah. they couldn't, they probably aren't from the victims. Unless he's killing dudes. So are they men's shoes or women's shoes? They're, men, they're men's they're shoes. Men's shoes. So it's like they're kind of like that movie, Like Mike. <laughs> exactly. If little Bow Wow 
<laughs> stabbing he Michael Jordan. Alive. Maybe he killed Little Bell. <laughs> Very wow. different movie. I think uh, this maybe he wants to get caught, but he's also covering his tracks pretty. He's talking about it so weirdly, like he never had to claim ownership of even putting shoes there. He could have, yeah, said, "I don't know how they got there," but instead he's yeah, like, he "I put." Oh come on, Dad! You're you're hiding something. Like you wouldn't assume your dad put shoes across the street. <laughs> But also saying that he put it across the street to see how they disintegrated. Why? That's just bizarre. Yeah, like you could have done that in your yard. For sure. Why? You could have said, hey, honey, I, I, I know this sounds weird, but I want to see what happens. These shoes over 10 years. And you'd be like, that's weird as hell, but I could live with that. You know, but like now you're creating like, oh, and I'm going to put it like, like, how would you think they wouldn't get taken away or moved after all this time? For sure, a bird is gonna steal it, make a nest out of it. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, wow, it's it's a it's a creepy story. They're creepy. Do you ever? Uh, it's awfully hard to bust him. I feel like they've already got their mind made up that he's a killer. Like, oh, for like, sure, scouring the 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 car and the and the trash. <laughs> it's like he, he brought you into this world. Let let dad have his shoe thing. I wonder if there's other things that he also does on his day to day. That yeah. may reinforce that he might be uh, be be the notorious size ten yeah. shoe killer. Remember that time our babysitter was left across the street, and he said he just <laughs> wanted to watch it disintegrate. This is starting to fit a pattern. Yeah, that might have to do with the shoe thing. I, I don't know. Ah, he, he skinned the cat. I didn't think of it much when it they happened. So these are just pairs of shoes laying across, like where they hidden from view, and then she stumbled on. The mom found. See, it's even a weird story. Like one day her shoes blew away in a storm, or her her, her packages. Right, but then she found shoes across the street. Yeah. Like after all this time, I, I don't know. This I think mom and dad both got something weird going on with this, and they're just messing with their daughter. They're all hiding something. It's all a, a, turns out that she's not even their daughter. Turns out she's like heiress to the Russian royalty. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a ghost story at first when you were first, like, you know, like there was some ghost story. It's a common motif, you know, like someone steals something from a body. Like, oh, those shoes are too good to bury a person in. They shouldn't be buried with someone or that necklace. Oh, my God. You can't. That priceless necklace should should be, in, you know, and, and then the ghost comes like, give me back my shoes. Yeah, no way can you let them bury that Credence Clearwater CD with that man. That's for me. Yeah. And those ghosts are greedy, like, Jesus, man, let someone else enjoy those shoes. You're not an organ donor. This is just something you can do, you know. Yeah, they're floating. They don't even need shoes. It's ridiculous. Do you, do you remember that song? About the Christmas shoes. The Christmas shoes. It's like a country song that's really corny, where it's like, I was I was in the store on Christmas Eve, and this boy had this pair of shoes, and he didn't have enough money. And then he's like, if I could buy these shoes for my mama, he wanted to buy. Basically, the setup in the song is that his mom's dying. And his little boy. This little boy wants to buy her this pair of shiny red shoes so she can look nice when she meets Jesus when she dies. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real sad Christmas song. <laughs> and the guy, like, yeah, I paid for that little kid's shoes. And 
the whole works. Patton Oswalt does a whole thing yeah. about it. Usually, I was talking about it on a podcast, and someone says, "Oh, Patton Oswalt has a whole fucking fifteen minutes on that song." Like, <laughs> ah, damn it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's the. Uh, it's you should listen to it. It's 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 shocking how uh, audacious the song is. Oh, usually Christmas songs are are happy. Yeah, no, this one's uh. And then, yeah, then the kid just, that's just a scam. He just yeah. is selling him at denial. <laughs> For sure. He tells that story to everybody. My mom wants this PS5 when she meets Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a sad one. Also, uh, Grandma got ran over by the reindeer. Also a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, you know, it's in reality, because, I mean, probably didn't get killed by reindeer. I mean, it was probably like a DUI thing. <laughs> Yeah. Like grandpa drove home and ran over her in the driveway and then he's like oh what am i gonna tell the kid <laughs> yeah nana's not gonna come uh to christmas this year gotta tell him something yeah elmo and patsy was the name of that group yeah also maybe he's stopping like he's not believing in santa claus as much as he once did so they really gotta sell yeah. him on it santa's real but he killed grandma <laughs> yeah. It's a really give and take. Better not shout. Yeah. (laughs) He will hear you and he will stop the screaming. (laughs) He sees you when you're sleeping thanks to this webcam. Uh, Yeah. yeah. He hit a baby monitor in your room. He's always listening, always watching. Dan is like a big old, he's got like this uh, 400 monitors room. We're just oh. zooming in kids. It's like the ending of Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. this just this Colonel Sanders looking dude in a uh, in a big just monitor filled room. <laughs> Zoom enhance. <laughs> just watching kids be nice or naughty and, and running over grandmas. Yeah. yeah, I wonder how bad that kid had to be uh, for his grandma to get. Like, that's the Christmas gift. Like, cold didn't yeah, cut it. Like baby Hitler. <laughs> yeah, he had some unpure thoughts for sure. <laughs> had to take yeah. out grandma. Then he, he 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 used to steal shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's never going to take uh, an Abba Zabba bar ever again. Yeah. What do you think? This, do you think that guy's a serial killer in that shoe story? I mean, it could be. I mean, it fits. You wouldn't be like, oh, shit, not that guy. No, the shoe could definitely fit. It's uh, number 10. <laughs> but also, like, maybe he's just weird. And maybe it's just a weird thing he's doing. And uh, yeah, it'd be like, you know, if you found a wig in your dad's drawer, you know, you would like, oh, he's wearing a wig. But then like, why? Why do I need to know what's happening? You don't need to know all the little things your parents do, you know? Yeah, no, some things don't ever need to see the light of day. Right, right. Yeah, you can just like, you can see it and then go watch Top Gun 73 times and just forget it ever happened. Yeah. Sometimes it's important. And Robert, there's one more person, one more person who needs advice. All right. And that's me, Robert. (laughs) If you could give me, Michael Nordstrom, any kind of advice, 
either either in life, in comedy, uh, whatever it could be. What advice would you give me, Michael Nordstrom? Uh, I would say um, do all the stuff that you want to do as soon as you can and save money. Um, but credit card debt screws so many people up. So, I mean, the more you could stay out of credit card debt, the better, you know. Stay away from credit cards. I I don't even have a credit card. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to have one here and there, like, (laughs) if you ever want to get a hotel or something. Yeah. But, but I mean, uh, there's not a lot. It's easy to, like, oh, man, I want to buy this new hot, like, buying a brand new car, like, the cost versus just buying a, a couple old, a year years old one instead yeah uh i don't know i would uh that's that's a big big question but uh save that money are you happy with your life right now i'm pretty i'm pretty darn happy you don't you don't feel yeah i'm just just try to stay happy you know and then uh try to you know if you could live a life where you don't regret things you didn't do or did do and uh don't be afraid to move and start over and do new things, you know. Perform a lot of write a lot yeah. of write new stuff every week. Hey, you're trying to. So that's okay. So some comedy advice I'll tell you is find an open mic that you could treat like a open mic. Like that you could truly fuck up and bomb it that you don't care about. And those are like gold. Cause yeah. it's so easy to go to like you know, the comedy spot has this great open mic every Tuesday and they turn comics away and it's a good crowd. And you feel like, oh, I want to I don't want to do new stuff here because the crowd's too good. But like, yeah. you, but then, you know, I see comics that have been doing the same five minutes for seven years. It's like, got to mix it up. Yeah, I, I feel like I have that because I run my own open mic. And so yeah. I, have a, I have a lot of opportunity to say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, you're good. You're. I like watching you host mics. It's very fun and energetic. Do you still do the drawing uh, contest sometimes? Um, every once in a while. It depends how big of an audience we have. Oh, I got you. It might be. Yeah, not the right night for it sometimes. Huh? Yeah, but th- those are super fun. We love. We love doing it. Kind of gets people. Well, it gets them engaged. How many episodes of this podcast have you done now? I think this one will be maybe our fifteenth or something. Oh, good. That's good podcast advice is keep on schedule. Oh, every single Wednesday. You take a, you take a week or two off, you can lose a lot of audience quick because they get used to that that routine, you know. Absolutely. Consistency is huge, Robert. Thank you so much for coming on. Do you have things you want to plug? Things you need other people to go and see? Nah, just uh, I'm, I'm working on a, a Western novel right now justice. so maybe at the end of this year you could look for that and i just you could come you know no one's gonna no one's gonna watch this and go oh i want to see that guy do a <laughs> comedy show now hey but, you never know i know you know you come look look me up there's only a couple robert berries that do comedy so odds are good you'll find my stuff absolutely yeah well, fuck yeah. I'll this be is... at I'll be at Jameson's Roaring Donkey every Wednesday. <laughs> every single week. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, Robert, thank you so much for coming on. This is the Hell Yeah Podcast. Go search it up everywhere, guys. Hell yeah. This is the Hell Yeah Podcast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Can I get a hell yeah? What? What? Can I get a hell yeah? What? What? When you're driving, walk on some glass with no shoes on it Don't pay for your meal, dining dash You better not ask me for no advice Because I'm gonna tell you the wrong